Welcome back, everybody. I'm Jill. And this is Melissa. And this is Mel and Jill Geek Out. Hi, Jill. I don't even know if we need to vamp. I feel like I have so much to say about this episode. I do, too. I just I was trying to write notes for this on the second watch because during it, I was just riveted to the TV Mm -hmm. and I just couldn't. It's so much. It's so much. So I agree. We just should just go right in. Yeah, I watched it this morning because like yesterday was my wedding anniversary. So I was like out and about doing things. And I like... John got up like right after I finished the scene with the fight and I paused it and rewound to make him watch the fight. And he's like, these are all terrible people. I don't know why we care. And I'm like, they're not all terrible terrible people. people. (laughs) (laughs) There is somebody who I feel like maybe didn't start out as a terrible person, but kind of is now. We'll see. Just jump right in. Jump right in. Cody is in Oklahoma. For a man's trip, which like to a certain extent, I understand Robin is correct. It is important to have girl time, guy time and like connect with your friends and maintain those friendships. Um, He's in Oklahoma, though. And last time I checked, he was the one who was constantly harping on everyone about traveling so he can go officiate his buddy's wedding and he can go on a man trip, but he can't go to his daughter's surgery. Here's the thing, though. I'm not entirely sure when that was filmed. Did they did they say that? In theory, all of this is like the tail end of 2021. I don't think they would splice something from like now into this story because it's only going to make him look worse. The only reason I say that is because some of the references that he, one, he was so much more calm than. Yeah. Because he was with people who aren't offended by him and who accept him. Yes. And no. Yes. And no, I agree. Yeah. He's in a safe space. He's talking to people that he knows cares about him and stuff like that. All of that. Yes, but it's in the uh, in, in the rest of the episode in his interview, like the one on ones and stuff like that. He you can just see it. It is seeping out of every pore of him, the anger and the hurt. But I don't see that here. He seems so much more in a rational viewpoint because some of the things that he says are clear, rec- rec- like reflective thoughts on his bad behavior. So to me, there had to have been some kind of distance. I could be so wrong. I don't think so. I really just don't think that TLC is going to splice something in that is that far removed. Like, I don't think it's like, I mean, I think it has to a hundred percent to do with the fact that he has to put like, he has to be a different person with his brother and these his buddies. He has mm-hmm. to be a different human being. He doesn't get to be this dictator person. And so he doesn't have a reason to be angry at them the way that he has to 
he has feels like he has reasons to be angry with all of his wives and all of his children for the most mm-hmm. part. So I think the fact that he is he's parroting back what they're saying to him, like his buddy who like has also been, lived the polygamous lifestyle and also had a wife leave. He's just parroting back because he's not going to admit to that his anger is being rooted in fear. So self destruction or like, you know, not being aligned with who what's really going on within yourself is an easier admission than to admit that he's afraid that he's actually going to have all of his wives leave him. Maybe. Maybe. I, I just, I honestly think he's just at this point, I don't have a lot of trust that he is not anything that he's not just a gigantic, massive manipulator. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. One thing that kind of like at the beginning of that, that he was, that he said something, and I think I mentioned it in the last episode, that he was surprised that Christine actually left. I don't know how you're surprised by that, though. I I don't either. But, but when he brought it up again, to me, I was like, yep, that's the confirmation that I needed right there. He was like, I, I was shocked that my stuff was in boxes in the garage. And then I, I think he even said later something about how he thought Christine was playing a game and he's not taking anybody seriously who is telling him like, Hey, here's my problem. I'm telling you what my problem is. I need you to help me fix it. And he just ignores everybody. And then it doesn't play into his narrative. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, I was like, man, he just, he just, the writing's on the wall and you're not even seeing it. Like you see it, but you're not reading it. Yeah. He's just being willfully ignorant. Like he is personifying toxic masculinity right now. Mm -hmm. Like his wives are telling him what they need from him and It's not like even when he goes on and like when there's this whole conversation where he thinks that like the downfall of his marriage with Christine rooted in that she hated polygamy and he didn't handle that conversation correctly. And I'm like, no, even if you had handled that conversation the way that you think you should have in hindsight, it's still not enough. You are still not changing your actions you can be as comforting as you possibly can, but if you are not following that up with real effort and change, why should she believe you? Why yeah. should she stay? Yeah. She'd been with you for over 20 years at that point. You don't leave a situation like that without having tried everything you possibly can. Mm-hmm. I liked the quote he said of, I've been whining about my divorce to these guys for the better part of a year. And I'm like, yeah. Can you stop talking to your friends and maybe talk to a therapist? Like, yeah, friends are important, but like they are not free therapy. Well, I mean, friends kind of are free therapy a little bit. (laughs) But but, like he's at a point where they can't help him. Agreed. I was going to say this isn't that kind of this isn't that level like you need. They're not actual therapists like on some level. Yeah, there's a little bit of free therapy there, but they're not actual therapists. And if they are actual therapists, that's not an appropriate person to be using as a therapist. (laughs) 
So. Correct. Because, like, we've, we have, like, deep conversations about things with each other. And, you know, I don't think... I think it's just like you're seeking support or like a sounding board sometimes. But like if you came to me and said something serious, I'd be like, I need you to go talk a ther- to a therapist about this. Like this is yeah. my advice. But. Yeah, no, for sure. Absolutely. A therapist I, might help. Here. I, I would be willing to bet that those that group of guys are probably telling him something the same, like off camera that you should probably go to therapy because I think it's evident to everyone that he needs to be in therapy mm-hmm. desperately. Yeah, even like this the whole thing with the Cody Coaster term that Robin coins, which A, super accurate. I yeah. think that, that is a, a wonderful way of describing it. But like, she's like, it's kind of scary. Well, did you hear her scream? Yeah, she did real. It, it, it's it wasn't like a to me. Maybe I'm reading too much into this. I keep hitting my elbow on the desk, so sorry if there's thumps, guys. But um, she, it seemed real, like a real yeah. emotion came through, even though it was like a play scream. And, and the fact that she used that word scary. Yeah, I'm sure it is scary because he is a, he's all over the place. Even in the he's interviews, a, he contradicts himself cannon. constantly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like I said in the episode one, I kind of waver back and forth of whether I have empathy for Robin because she is having to deal with him essentially 24 seven. And he is a mess mm-hmm. and I'm sure to the to a certain extent he is scary look at how he treats Janelle yeah if he's doing that to Janelle he's probably doing that to Robin too to a certain extent if she's not perfect he's probably just as aggressive with her like I think maybe but not the level that he's doing it to Janelle yeah, I can't believe he feels confident doing that shit. I I can't. I I'm a more violent person than most. I would never like get in a random street fight. But like, if he came up at me like that, I would be so done. I'd be like, absolutely not. You do not get to talk to me this way. You do not get to get in my face like this. You don't get to do this. This is not how I communicate. This is not appropriate. And if you continue to do it, there's a pretty good chance you're going to get a frying pan to the face. Yeah. Like you are going to, you cannot come at me like this. Yeah. It was. I didn't like that either. And it was weird coming from him. Like, not in the more recent seasons, because he's just been so angry and toxic. But, like, you know, we've seen Flash. They're putting in the episodes, like, flashbacks from the beginning. And this is, like, a totally different Cody Brown than we're seeing on the screen right now. And it's weird. Mm -hmm. The contrast is weird. Well, that online men's group that's all about angry men, about women leaving them, that's probably helping him feel more angry and more justified in his anger. And I'm like, wow, you went to the internet and instead of looking at cat memes or like finding a reliable source, you went to probably something that was really toxic and nothing more than an echo chamber. Great. 
Honestly, when he says internet, he probably went into like a divorced men's Facebook group and yeah. saw yeah. all the vitriol that exists in some of those things. And yeah. not all men who get divorced act like Cody no. by any means. And, and I think that there are many, many couples that divorce and are able to, you know, process through their emotions and be amiable at the other end. Mm-hmm. I don't think Cody's one of those people. I don't think so either. I don't think so either. I, it, it, yeah, it, it'll take him a while to get there if he ever gets there. And I'm not sure he will, but it'll take him a while. So, yeah. He also said something yeah. else about polygamy. Yeah, where he was like, oh, she's cantankerous. I can get away from her to another wife. Or if I'm cantankerous, she gets a break from me. And then like Janelle's like, yep, that's why I like polygamy. But then Mary pops in and she's like, "Uh, no, you need to look at the whole picture. Why are you guys being cantankerous? You guys need to figure that out. I 100% agree with Mary. I was going to say I was kind of on Mary's side. I think Janelle kind of. I don't think she meant that. I took it as a way like, yeah, that's exactly why Cody. I think she, to me, Janelle meant it in like, yeah, that's exactly how Cody sees this. But maybe it was, that's how Janelle sees it. I don't know. But I'm with Mary. Like if this is, if that you're, you're in this for the wrong reasons, if that's what you're talking, if that's what you're saying. So, and I realize we skipped ahead a little bit. So we can, we can go oh, back. We, we've covered most of everything that okay. was there. I, I will say in my notes during that section of the episode, I, I think I'm smart. So I think this is good. I was like, Hey, like if you are marrying somebody, you, why are you marrying someone you don't actively like? Like if you find this person to be cantankerous, why are you marrying them? Yeah. Like even in, some of the most devout religions there are like, it's still a choice. Not a hundred percent, but in this, in this, in the religion that they practice, marriage is a choice. You are not forced to marry. And there are some sects that it is more forced. There's, but like in the specific little tiny wedge of what they come from. Mm-hmm. It is marriage is one hundred percent a choice. Who I you get, choose to marry is a choice. Yes, but so why are you marrying somebody you don't like? And see, two, if you did like them when you got married, and it has devolved to the point where you find them frustrating to be around, at one point are you responsible for like I don't know resolving that and having like I don't know an adult conversation about it? Okay, first part to your question. <laughs> The first part is I don't I, I agree. It's not that like they were forced to marry each other, but I I think that the concept of the relationship is a little bit different because we are basing these conversations on like love matches, right? Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think that that's why all of those marriages occurred. I think that maybe on some people's like I'll just just break it down. I don't really ever think that Cody and Janelle were like romantically like super in love. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? They cared about each other. They were very they had a very deep friendship, like a good relationship. But I wouldn't call them like 
to me, it like, and I've said it before, they seem like a much more transactional type, like, Hey, we are doing this because this is a, a religion that we believe in. This is a belief system. I believe in this family. I want to be in this family. This is who I've chosen. But I don't necessarily think that that means that the like rest of it comes with it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I think when it comes to Christine and Cody, I think Christine loved Cody. She did. I don't think Cody loved Christine. But I think it was a good match, which is why I think he went forward with it. And I don't know, Christine, maybe really, I I don't know, maybe she didn't see it at the time or didn't care or was just like, this is what I want. And I feel like I remember her saying that like very early on, like she really wanted to be a sister wife. Like she was very much in it. Mm -hmm. And she specifically wanted to be a third wife. Yes. Yes. And so kind of going to the second part it's like I don't think that that was the intention but I think Cody saw it as more of an upside that it's like well if I'm not getting along with this person in these moments I've got three other places to go but not that that makes it any better don't get me wrong I'm with you on I'm with you and Mary like they are adults they're in a marriage at some point you have to sit down and either fix it or don't but you need to make the decision Hmm. so but this kind of comes up later. This comes up again. So yeah. we'll, we'll pin this and, and come back to it. Um. Yeah. Uh, I I disliked how much shade he constantly throws at Christine about like her playing this game or whatever. I don't think Christine ever was playing a game with him. No. I think he just has to retell the narrative in his own head that way because he cannot function if it is anything else no and he he was talking about how she hated polygamy and i know we kind of said that earlier but christine they insert christine in here and she's like no it's not because i hated polygamy because i don't think she did initially but she said it it's it became the favoritism he neglected her he focused on her kids like he gave robin and her children the world and stopped putting the effort in on everybody else. And exactly. And, and he says Cody or Cody says that Christine wanted things that weren't realistic, things that Robin never got. Which the next scene was Robin explaining why she got childcare, which was that Cody is gone 3 fourths of three quarters of the time and he has a lot on his plate. So I can't ask him for help. Are you joking? That is the whole point of having sister wives. That is what Christine did. That is what she did in the family. That was her function in the family. So why why do you get to have childcare when nobody else did? It didn't explain anything. If anything, it just made the favoritism that much more apparent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's not like when... Christine was raising her six children as well as assisting Janelle with her six children Mm -hmm. and also having Leon in the mix that she got any help. Mm -hmm. No, she didn't get shit for help. Mm -hmm. So why is Robin who has, you know, at the time of coming into this family, she had three children. 
why is she getting McKelty moving in with her, who who was like 12 or 13 at the time, to be her live-in nanny? Why is it when they move to Vegas that her cousin comes and lives with them and is her live-in nanny? Why does she have a... Like, this woman has never parented her children by herself. And this is the part I don't understand. And I am not... I am by no means disrespecting stay-at-home parents at all because you guys do the shit that I can't do. That isn't my calling props to those who, whose it is, because that is a thankless job and you guys deserve all the credit. Now, with that being said, Robin doesn't have a job. So what, what, why do you need a nanny in the first place? You don't like, she didn't have like, initially she had Saul who was an infant, but it's not like she had a bunch of toddlers running around her. They were older kids. They were mm-hmm. somewhat self-sufficient. And there were how many other teenage age children who were more than capable of helping with those kids? So I don't understand. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I don't understand either. And like, like you said, like being a stay-at-home parent is definitely a full-time job and you know, they too deserve to have a break. Yes. But like there were at minimum three other adults around that could have assisted Robin when she needed a break. Uh, I'd argue that now that yeah. like this is the thing. She doesn't even have infants anymore. Saul and no. Ariella are, are school age children. They are school age children. Okay, Aurora is 20-something at this point. Mm -hmm. Dayton is also an adult. I don't... Brianna... Brianna, At the time of filming, so this was 2021, she was... She turned 16. Okay, so now she's... she's Now an adult. Yeah. 18, 19. Sorry, I keep hitting the desk. Sorry. Uh, She... Okay, so she's now... She's got three adults in addition to Cody. Mm -hmm. Right? There's... Five adults living in her McMansion Why? in Flagstaff. Why Do does she need, need a nanny, nanny for two children? It makes no, makes no sense. sense. No sense. I don't understand it. Plus and I'm the not saying cost. parentify. Yeah, the cost. I'm not saying parentify your teenage no. children by any means, but it's like, I need to take a shower. Can you watch your little brother and sister for 30 minutes while I do that? That is not parentifying your children. No. No, that's just now let's not let's be honest. That is a very common practice in this family. That's a common practice in this sect of. Oh, yes. I think Logan got parentified very, very badly. They all did. So it's not fair. It's not a good thing to do to kids. Like, I don't think that's fair to the older brown kids who are now adults and have had to deal with a lot of the earlier shit that now the younger kids don't have to deal with. So it's not, Mm -hmm. it's not fair, but anyway, so we digress. They were asking him a few questions, which I thought were actually like good, really introspective (laughs) questions that, Mm -hmm. you know, Cody is kind of running into the point, looking at it and then just, I don't know, turning around and walking right away from it. You know, He's he's like, if Christine called you, would you ever be there? And he's like, yeah, I'd go because I want to acknowledge that I did something wrong. And, you know, I'm sorry. Are we did we watch the same scene where you like you have been given this opportunity over and over and over again? And all you've done is spew venom at her. 
So I don't, like he said earlier, and I, and I kind of skipped over it. He, Cody makes this comment about how he's still, like anger comes from either fear or self-delusion, self-deception. And Cody's response was, I'm still in the self-deception mode. And I'm like, yes, you are, sir. Yes, mm-hmm. you absolutely are, because you I, just I think, don't see it. I think that there's more fear involved in this than he's willing to admit to as well. I definitely think he's deluding himself into mm-hmm. believing a different version of reality. But I think he's also, for the first time in his life, been afraid that this structure, that this version of reality that he has created with himself, Christine, Mary, Janelle, and Robin may not sustain forever with his lack of effort. Yeah. And that people will not allow him to treat him to treat them however he feels like it and just take it. Mary set a terrible example for him because he has treated her terribly for years and she just stayed. I actually, it's funny you say that. I saw... I was scrolling through TikTok before this because I was hoping to catch like maybe a new sneak peek that had dropped or something. Um, And they were talking about how Mary, her and Cody, this is all alleged. Okay. This is absolute junk. It could be total crap. I don't know. But from what I know of fundamentalist, that religion, like where, what they're in, like, it sounds very, plausible probable yeah Yeah. probable is that in that in that religion is that mary didn't leave even though their marriage was essentially over they had basically been divorced that she just flat out was like well i'm not leaving the marriage because of her faith like she Mm -hmm. truly believed like i have been sealed to this person for eternity like this is where i have to be Da, 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 da. And that that was the reason that she held out so long for leaving. Mm-hmm. But apparently that that's a very common thing among women in that religion is that like they get to this point where the like the men are like, yeah, we're done. I don't want to do this anymore. But they can't leave because of their faith. Now, this is the part that I don't know. This could be really str- that sounds very plausible to me. Yeah, I I think Mary has said as much herself. Yes, she has. She has come out and like, but also kind of said like, you don't know, like the relationships, you don't know my reasons, kind of has alluded to there's more to the story, but never really came out with more. Yeah. But I guess I don't, I don't know at what point this happens. Supposedly, because Mary hadn't actually exited the marriage herself was that she was still giving some of her income to Cody. And so that she finally was like, well, what's the point? Like, why? Like, I'm not, I'm not involved. I'm not in this family. Like this is, and she just finally kind of said, okay, I'm done. And that's, that's when it got like announced because she was like, I don't want to do this anymore. This isn't fair. So who knows if it's true or not? It could be absolute bullshit all very yeah. much alleged but it makes sense to me yeah but like the the flip side of that is yes mary's allowed to have her religious beliefs and like stay for those reasons but the other side is cody then gets a get out of jail free card of getting to just be a complete dick to her constantly yeah. and she doesn't 
do anything about it. She doesn't stand up for herself because she wants she she still thinks she needs to be there. So it to me, her staying as long as she did gave him a very inaccurate impression of what would happen if he pulled the same shit on Christine and Janelle. Oh, definitely. A hundred percent. But I also think he was kind of set up to expect that reaction just because that's what the norm is in that community. So I think it was kind of a like, I, that's why I think he was so fucking shocked. He was Mm -hmm. like, I don't think he ever expected them to actually do that. But yeah, so let's move on anyway. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, he also pointed out, like somebody pointed out that air, anger is the sore that stabs indiscriminately. No shit. I think, a, I think that that is an accurate description. Absolutely. A, a broken clock's right two times a day. You know, yes. so and is then, Cody. But he makes this comment about how like it's affected all of his relationships and, um, they were like, now you know what not to do with your other marriages. And and he's like, well, the kids were like, mom, what have I done to dad? Or to dad? And, and in my head, I'm like, which kids, Cody? Which kids have been saying that? Because there's only one set of kids that you've been around. No, I think it's all of the kids. I think him being so angry about his separation with Christine and the... And that relationship dissolving mm-hmm. seeped into his relationships, probably with truly Isabel. But that's and Gwen. Okay, it probably has a like him taking that anger out on Janelle as part. Probably some of the root causes with his issues with Gabe and Garrison. He definitely has probably lashed out at Robin's kids that she has had to placate. Like he's probably lashing out at everyone oh i agree that he's lashing out at everyone but my point is is like why do you know that the kids have been asking what did i do to dad oh because because it's telling him exactly it's only robin's kids that's it's only robin's kids that like that that is happening to everybody else yes he is taking his anger out on them but they're also not putting up with his bullshit they're not insulated like Robin's kids are who are only hearing Robin and Cody's version of events. So, yeah. Um, oh, and then he even says that like Robin was like, hey, this is how your acting is really affecting our marriage. And I'm like, no shit, Sherlock. Duh. Being around an angry <laughs> ogre is not fun for anyone. Yeah. Like, and, well, and, and then he's like, but especially Janelle. And he's like, you know, she's really defensive. And I and I think about it. And then it's like, well, you know, it's because I've been real angry. And then at the end, he's like, this is the part that blew my mind. <laughs> because he had just said earlier how he was so surprised. And when Christine put his shit in boxes and he thought she was playing a game. And then the, these words come out of his mouth. It's like. Well, I think once we think we get things worked out, we'll be fine. I'm sorry, sir. Excuse me? There's like, in theory, what he's saying is correct. Yes. Once you work through all of the bullshit, you have an opportunity to be fine again. However, comma, we can see here in just a second how incapable he is about approaching these very difficult conversations with any amount of rationality. 
I just, it was it, the next scene coming up. Oh, guys. It made my stomach hurt. It did. I was trying so hard to watch this and take notes. And I'm like, I feel like I'm just writing everything because Janelle said it best. It was shocking that watching them fight like that, because you just don't see that from the Brown family. You see that on other reality shows, but this isn't something we've really seen before on Sister Wives. Uh, it, it, was it was a pretty big blow up. It was heavy. It was so heavy. All right. So that brings us to Cody going over to Janelle's to He kind gets of, back from Oklahoma. Yes, he's back from Oklahoma. Um, Sorry. You know, that I, whole thing annoys the shit out of me. I know it did. Um, so he gets back and you would think that after having this theoretically enlightened conversation about how he needs to you know, take the lessons he learned from his issues with Christine and apply them to his marriages going forward that we end up here. Um, Cody comes over to Janelle's cause they're going to talk about Christmas plans. And Janelle kind of admits to the camera that like the last time they talked about it, they were sitting on, what was it? Mary's back porch, Robin's back, Robin's porch. back porch. Yeah. And they were discussing it and it got heated and Christine or Janelle ended up leaving. Um, yeah, but this like they flash back to that moment and it's like she's like, oh, I'm here. Like, because they're asking, like, oh, are you traveling for Christmas? She's like, no, I'm here. And everybody except for Maddie and Caleb are actually coming to Flagstaff. But because of the tension between the boys and Cody, they don't feel like they're welcome. Mm-hmm. So we're going to rent an Airbnb and then Christine's going to come stay there, too, because she's coming right after Christmas. And. Cody just blows up at her like he didn't know that his kids were coming and that, oh, no, I didn't say that they had to apologize. It just needs to be a conversation, which, P.S., it's on camera. I'm shocked that TLC hasn't showed it, that he like it's in like a confessional. He's like, no, they need those boys need to apologize to Robin because it wasn't Robin's choices. They were mine. And I'm like, I'm shocked that they haven't showed that clip. I have such a bone to pick with Cody about this because this is going to jump back and forth through this fight. So I'm just going to say it and we'll probably reference it again at some point later in the conversation. Cody has two versions of events on how this went down. Okay. The first version is that Cody had these rules, right? For COVID and Everybody supposedly knew these rules, but they weren't given out until it was really too late to even follow what he wanted. The boys get upset. They call Robin. There's this big argument between the two of them. They want their dad back, right? Cody gets angry and says the boys have to apologize. So instead of telling the boys that he has to, that they have to apologize, he tells Janelle that the boys have to apologize. So Janelle gets told this a few times, apparently, and then proceeds to tell the boys this. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now here is where Cody's story gets. Wonky? A little wonky. Yeah. Sometimes he says, well, you're putting words in my mouth. You, I didn't say that we need to have a conversation. Um, you know, you, you're twisting this. He's putting it on Janelle. And then in other versions, it's, I corrected that. 
I corrected that very quickly. And then it's like, well, I can't remember exactly what he says. He says something else about how Janelle is doing something. To the boy. She's like, not representing him very that's well. It. You're not representing me well. Motherfucker, if you want them to do something, you pick up the phone. You don't, mm-hmm. you think Janelle is representing you poorly after you told her to, to do that? Then you pick up the phone and tell them yourselves and you represent yourself how you want to be. You were told, you told your wife that information. She related it. Like, I'm assuming you expected her to, because why else would you say it? Because you Mm -hmm. can't bother to pick up the kid's phone, like the phone and call your kids. But it's like, so which is it, Cody? That's the part that's confusing to me. Did you not say it and Janelle put things in your mouth or words in your mouth? Or did you say it and then you got backlash and then everyone made you realize, oh, you're overreacting and you look like a real asshole now. So you've changed your tune, but you're still going to put it on Janelle because, well, she shouldn't have told the boys that and she's representing you poorly. Hmm. Yeah, I really just dislike the fact that he seems really unwilling to initiate the conversation. He's he's always like, well, the phone works both ways. And I'm like, yeah, but you're the one you have a very significant problem here. Mm-hmm. And these boys are really hurt and they don't feel safe coming into this conversation. So your job as the parent is to create that safe space. They're also adults. They're not required to even have this conversation with you. No. So how I, I think he is. I I agree that there needs to be a conversation because Mm -hmm. he is their father. They are his sons. They are family. Like they like a conversation needs to happen. But to say that Janelle is somehow responsible for the fact that the boys didn't follow his arbitrary COVID rules and quote, continue to have their social lives. Like I think Gabriel was talking about it. I think this was like way back in like season eight, 16, mm-hmm. where he's like, I go to work and I see my girlfriend, my girlfriend works a full full-time remote from home and lives by herself. I don't know about you, but that sounds like a pretty safe person to be spending time with. Yeah. And like, let's be honest, you're paying somebody, your nanny, mm-hmm. and you can't force her to follow these insane guidelines. She's saying she is. She don't you, really know. Yeah. But she also is the one who gave you COVID. Yep. 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 So, you know, I I just think, like, I understand that Cody is very afraid of the family getting sick. But at this point, by, like, November, December 2021, 90% of the family yeah. had gotten it. Yeah. So, like. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. So It's it, just so frustrating. It's, it's also when they're in the, so. Janelle and Cody are having, this is the very, very, very beginning of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Like Janelle's kind of giving him the quick rundown about how the rental's going to go. Hunter comes on Monday. He's staying in Janelle's apartment. And Cody makes this comment about how he says, as much as it's probably my fault, it's like a knife right through my heart when he hears about the rental. And I'm like, you know, it's your fault. You know, it's your fault. All you have to do is say, well, yeah, you know what? We'll put this conversation on hold and we'll have Christmas and then we can work out when 
these differences. So it is your mm-hmm. fault. It is your fault, Cody. Yeah. And his all like, oh, we have a place for Christmas. It's Robin's house. And I'm like, yeah, but like, what if, what if you guys have traveled for Christmas before? I don't know why the insistence is to do it at Robin's house. Like why you can't do it at neutral territory. Because mm-hmm. I think that that would make everyone more comfortable, including Christine, Isabel, and truly, but I digress. Uh, I do want to say that, like, when he comes in, he's like, and he gets his little hot water cup because yeah. it's just too cold. And I'm like, dude, you live in Flagstaff and you might need to wear more than a freaking leather jacket. Yeah. He, anyways, he came in like, and it, it was interesting to watch Cody's mood change throughout this. I don't know if you saw the switches, but I did for sure. Like, he mm-hmm. came in pretty in a decently happy mood from what it seemed. Yeah. But because she didn't drop everything and devote all of his yes. her attention to her to he him when he came in. He got real pissy. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, are you working? She's like, yeah, I'm working a little bit. Yeah. And I'm like, she's she's your fucking breadwinner and let her work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, Janelle also explains that she and Christine are splitting this and mm-hmm. that because Isabel and truly wanted to come and see Cody. Cody looks yeah. like he just got sucker punched, even though he already knew this. But yeah, he already knows that Chris, because Christine has already had this conversation. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wouldn't you be excited to get to see your two kids who live far away from you? Yeah. Like Christine is making an effort to make sure that you get to spend time with them around the holidays. <sighs> And I think he's just more butthurt that yeah. Janelle and Christine have teamed up to make this B&B thing happen. That's exactly what it is. That That's he is exactly. about anything else. That's what it is. He's mad that she is doing things with Christine. Yeah. Um, and then she mentions that the boys were like, oh, do you Ass. think dad will come over? And he and she said, I'm not optimistic about it. Yes. And he's like, no, I'm not going over there. And I'm like. Yeah. Or, or or you could pull the gigantic stick out of your ass and take the L and go over and see your fucking children. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like you said, he's like, well, I have a I have a house that we would do Christmas at. And Janelle points out that there's stipulations on those house. And um, yeah. And he's like, no, there's not. No, there's not. And I'm like, yes, yes there, there is. is. Yeah. Whether it's an apology or a conversation. That still qualifies as a fucking stipulation, you gigantic idiot. Yep. Yep. Cody yep. pisses me. Like, he pissed me off a lot in this episode. And oh, my I, goodness. Chris, uh, not Christine. Janelle asked him, why does it belong on me? And I would love to hear his actual answer to this. But he doesn't answer. No, he doesn't. But, like, I would love to hear his actual answer. Because why? Why does it belong on your wife? To make sure that you have a good relationship with your children. Like, you don't... To me... I think that might be part of their religion, honestly. That the moms are supposed to, like, encourage and foster the relationship with the father, potentially. Uh, Yes, I agree. But do I... Here's the thing, though. I think that every mom should do that. Every parent should be fostering and encouraging every other parent. But when you're in a situation like this, it is now not like her saying I'm not optimistic is being 
is fostering a good relationship between those boys and his parents at this moment. Yeah, because, because she's not flat out saying no. Exactly. She's like, I'm not optimistic about this, yep. but it's not she knows the answer is no. Po- possibility. She, yeah, she is fully aware that the answer is no. She knows there's no way in hell Cody is coming to see them. She knows there isn't, and she's not going to tell them that. So she is protecting. He just doesn't see it that way because he he wants her to to tell them, no, you need to go to apologize to Robin and Cody. You need to go do that right now because you're wrong and he is right. That's what he wants her to do, and she's not going to do it. But mm-hmm. um, he's that. Uh, he said, all you have to do is support what I'm doing. Do you understand that parents are supposed to have a united front? It was such like it. That was really disrespectful, in my opinion, because he's mm-hmm. just like talking down to her mm-hmm. at that point. It's like, dude, at what point have you like actively been engaged in like the parenting portion of like other than making creepy statements about how like hormones pass through your mouth when you kiss? when have you actually participated in the parenting of these children? I, yeah, I just, he, because, because he says something later. He says a lot of shit later. I know. It's like, I, cause <laughs> it, it just all kind of, it's all interconnected and I'm sure everybody can see it, but I'll, I'll, I'll wait to mention it. And bring it up then. But um Oh God. But I yeah, can't remember that, oh, that statement, like, and the way that he like turns to her and looks at her in like the way that like his physic like he physically is so tense and aggressive is just like real creepy to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh I don't I think it was Janelle who said like she he is repeating the pattern. Yeah, that he's blaming her for things that that he was blaming Christine for and that he had previously blamed Mary for. And now he's blaming her. I think she hit the nail on the head. I think think so, too. I think Cody ends up deciding he doesn't really like the like someone he's married to, whoever it is, and just ignores them. They all have dealt with it differently. Mary went off and and did the whole catfishing incident and that was wrong. Not for, okay. Yeah. It wasn't okay. Shouldn't have done that. I, it, and I also think Mary should have left a long time ago. I get why she didn't. She had her own reasons, but to me, it's just like self destruction. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then Christine tried to do what Cody wanted her to do. And then just, hit a breaking point and left. And I think Janelle is like, well, I guess I have a choice. And I don't think she likes what Mary's choice was. And I don't think it's going to end up being that way either. So mm, no, not by the end of this episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just, this fight just really devolves a lot. And he's like, stop throwing me under the bus. And I'm like, you're throwing yourself under the bus with the mm-hmm. shit that you're doing. Yep. And she's just doing specifically what Cody has told her to do. She's like, I've communicated, like, when you provided us with the rules, I gave that to the children. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, you mocked my rules. And it's, they're pointing, and I think they're pointing, like, at her TV, meaning that they've watched the episodes and have seen what they have said 
like during their confessionals or when they were in the same room together. Yeah. And co- like Janelle comes on during her confessional and is like, yeah, that's the nature of our lives of being public. Is mm-hmm. it we see and hear what the other one does behind our backs? Because I think that whole Teflon queen thing hurt her feelings more than she's willing to say. I agree. I agree. And there was just a lot of Cody really spitting things out that really just need to hit a rubber roll and go right back at him. Like mm-hmm. everything that he is accusing her of is the one that is, he is the one that has been doing those things. Mm-hmm. So it's just, and then Jamelle makes a statement, which I think is very much true is that all of this goes beyond COVID. And he kind of, yeah. he kind of skims over it a little bit, just a smidge, but then you can feel the shift like he gets defensive yes it gets really vicious and cody says like i'm not allowed to be angry over this entire experience the lack of loyalty the lack of trust the lies the gaslighting i'm trying to make you actually be accountable or actually be responsible in a relationship and i was like that just to me explained everything that Cody's feeling. Like he just told her how like exactly what he feels. He feels betrayed, lied to. Um, and just, and he's painting, he's shifting the blame from, from Christine. And now it's being moved over to Janelle as well. So Mm -hmm. he's doing exactly what she said a few minutes ago, kicking her right out the door. Yeah. And and I don't think obviously there's two sides of every story and like there's two halves of a relationship. I'm not saying that Janelle by any means has been perfect throughout their entire marriage and anything like that. But like he's also not taking any responsibility for anything that he is doing. And it is just annoying. No, no. Yeah. Oof. But then I think when Cody got defensive Janelle took her gloves off. Oh, yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah. And you and Robin are the paragons of honesty and perfection. And I literally like gasped. Oh, yeah. I was just like, that came out of her mouth. Yeah, because that's again, it's not something I would have expected. And then again, it goes back to go ahead. I was going to say Janelle is always the one who like tries to stay neutral and needs to think about things and she just doesn't say things in the moment and I'm just like oh no did, did, uh yeah. oh oh uh oh we've crossed a, the line yep we've gotten there we've gotten what is there. about to happen oh yeah and again it comes back up that like this is deeper than COVID and yeah, like there is to me, this is the real problem here that Cody is not willing to acknowledge, you know, the boys blame Robin. And to me, it's not, it's so hard to say that like, yes, Robin is, Robin is the problem. She is the problem, but not her actions. The way Correct. she has been treated is the problem. Mm-hmm. Therefore, the kids see it as Robin is the reason for all of this happening. Yeah. Robin doesn't. Robin doesn't make Cody. Treat her differently. Mm -hmm. 
I don't think she has any actual power in a lot of that in these situations of how Cody does tend to favor her. But from the outside, I can understand how the kids get a misconception because the dad is not talking to them. Mm -hmm. Cody isn't talking to them. Well, And not only is Cody not talking to them, but Janelle said to him, you were gone for months. And And he he just doesn't believe it. No, he gets so angry at that. Um, And he was like, no, I wasn't gone. They were just they weren't following the rules. Mm -hmm. And I like you said before, like they crossed that line. I've never seen Janelle like that in the show ever. You saw it like at that porch scene when she walks up and tells him to go. She's just like, fuck you or something like that. Yeah. At the end of season 17, that's Mm -hmm. like the closest we've gotten. But like Janelle has the patience of somebody else. Like she's got so much patience with so much stuff and is so like calm through so much stuff. So to see her to get this upset and like this fired up. Yeah. She's real done. It kind of reminds me of my mom a little bit. My mom was one of those people who was just like so insanely patient. So if she ever, like, I can count on one hand in my entire life, the times my mom said a curse word. And if she said it, like, boy, you knew she meant business. (laughs) And so I feel like Janelle's one of those women. It just very much gave me like, oh, shit, you should have done that. It was an intense, like, I feel like that was the point in which the fight really escalated. Yeah. And like, oh, I was kind of glad that I was watching it on HBO, but there was there was clearly like a a commercial break there. There was like a a scene out scene in thing. I don't know what you call them. Um, Yeah, but. We open, they do that, and we open back with, like, the scene that we got from the sneak peek where, like, he's getting in her face. And to me, yeah. go ahead. Because she says that she, he, she thinks that he is manipulating her. Mm-hmm. And before she can even explain herself, he does that really dramatic thing. He's like, oh, you think I'm manipulating you? Explain. Explain to the whole world. And he looks like he breaks the fourth wall and looks into the camera. And I'm just like, he at this point is putting on a performance. Yeah. Uh, See, no, see, I don't think he's putting on a performance. I think he has lost control of himself. He is so pissed that this is happening on camera because he is watching it all crumble around him. And he is so angry that this is happening on TV that one, he knows they're going to put it in there. And two, he like he has lost all self-control. That is pure like gut right there. He is not thinking that is all action. So okay. I I've that, changed my opinion to match yours. OK, all You've that convinced facade, me. that mask that he puts up, gone, gone. Yeah, yeah. I really hated this scene, this portion of the scene. It made me visit like physically uncomfortable. And I. I quoted a bunch. I'm really scared at this point because. 
it's just evolving so much and he's so incapable of controlling his emotions like and again like i probably am just seeing red flags but like i wouldn't have been surprised if he had hauled off and like slapped her at that point I think there I, were, yeah, there were points where I think having the camera crew in there prevented it from getting even worse than what was already on that or what already happened. I I could definitely see some slapping, probably from both sides, if I'm being honest, because there was a moment where I was like, if I was Janelle, I would have hauled off and chucked something at him. And and, and violence in a relationship is never okay no, for either not. side. No, 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 no. But that is how volatile yes. this relationship has gotten. Agreed. Yeah. But Cody says some stuff that really, like, I I thought was really mean. And I know that that sounds very naive, I guess. But I just, it was so vicious to me. And I don't think Cody, Cody doesn't realize how nasty it comes off, in my opinion. Oh, I think he 100% knows how nasty it comes off. I think that's his point. Well, the go is to hang, be nasty. The go hang with your buddy Christine, yes, 100%. But the this part to me, I was like, "Oh, that's so gross." He said, "I made all the efforts to love them. I made the efforts to join them together. I made the efforts to make every to make everything work. I made the effort. I was Atlas carrying this family on my shoulders, and the minute that I shrugged it off, and I was like, that is such a martyred point of view in my it's opinion. It's also just frankly not true. But it's disgusting, though. It's like, what do you mean you made the effort to love somebody? Like, this is your family that we're talking about. Like, <sighs> don't get me wrong. Like, being married to somebody is difficult. It can be difficult. And there are some times where yeah. you have to wake up and you have to choose like, I don't really like this person very much today, but like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to be a good spouse or whatever. Like, sometimes you have those days. But like, the way Cody says it, it's like, I have made this deep personal sacrifice to love you, this ugly, undeserving person. And how dare you be ungrateful that I struggled to in the effort of loving you. That's it the way goes, I felt hearing yeah, it. Yeah, it goes back to the knife in the kidney yes. scene from seventeen, season 17, where he's like, the sacrifices I made to love you. Yeah. It's like a knife in the kidneys. And I'm like, I if you're having to sacrifice that much to, quote, love, love someone, me. A, you mm-hmm. don't actually love them. No, I don't and want B, it. you shouldn't be there in the first place. But also, and maybe this goes, yes, I agree exactly what you said. But the like second half of what he said, I was Atlas carrying this family on my shoulders. I think this probably from our perspective, because we're not in this religion, like that's not how marriages and families should work. Like you guys are all a team. You all need to work together. And like, I think if they had, they probably could have been successful. Are they all going to be besties? Absolutely not. But I don't think it would have imploded on national television Mm -hmm. but I but I think this kind of goes to their religion and their beliefs is that like he's the head of the household type deal and it's like but you don't have to shoulder it all alone like 
I don't, I don't think he shouldered anything. Oh I don't think, think he did. Really he frank, he, did. he didn't do shit. When yeah. we started this show, he was driving around in his little Lexus sports car, and Christine had a beat to shit minivan with duct tape and plastic on the window. Mm-hmm. So he has done nothing to carry this family other than shove his dick in people and produce children. That is a fair point. That is a fair point. So. um, I know that's really vulgar, but that's all this man has done to create this family. No, I agree. I mean, I get it. I do. I just think that like what he said speaks to a lot of people when they like kind of get to a point in their marriages where they're like this. Like they think that they've done that. They're the ones carrying it all. And it's like, but that's not how it has to be. And I think people forget mm. that. So that was really yeah. the point. But um, yeah, I agree. Janelle's, Let's move on to this next point because I really want to talk about this. Do you want to say it or do you want me to say that? If you're excited. I, I will say it. So like he says all of this shit and she's trying to go back and explain what she means by him manipulating her. Mm-hmm. And he says, she says, I don't think you want to be in plural marriage anymore. I think you're trying to justify that by pushing Chris, like Christine is gone and you're pushing me out the door and he cuts her off and he's real pissy. But I was again, shocked mm-hmm. that Chris, the Janelle is out here essentially spewing the internet's primary theory about yeah. what is happening in this family. Oh, yeah. Is it Cody doesn't want to be in a plural family anymore. He wants to just be with Robin and his, and his religion says he can't leave. So his way is to just be an ass to his other wives mm-hmm. until they leave. Yep. yep. I've, I've said that that was my theory. So I, for Janelle to also have that theory means that there is some validity to it. I, I, Oh, there definitely is because he's done it. It's a pattern now. Like he, with Mary, he could use the catfishing as an excuse to cut yeah. her off. Cause he treated Absolutely. her like shit before that. Why do mm-hmm. like, don't get me wrong. Cheating is wrong, but there, like, there are reasons that people seek outside validation. Now, sometimes people do things absolutely viciously cruel for no reason, but like, there was clearly a breakdown in their marriage. Mary was seeking validation elsewhere. I wonder why that was. Maybe because he was ignoring her. Not that that makes it okay. I'm not saying that. Now, no, with but, Christine doesn't have that justification there. That's why he's so angry. Everyone can make the argument that Christine really was trying to do yeah. everything he asked of her. She she desperately wanted to move back to Utah. Mm-hmm. Yet she went with the family to Flagstaff because that is what he wanted. Yeah, and he also lied to her about it. Do you remember that he like entertained mm-hmm. the whole like moving back to Utah thing and denied it. Until it got shown to him on video footage. And then he was like, oh, well, I guess I, sh- I shouldn't have phrased it that way or whatever. It was cruel, in my opinion. But I also mm-hmm. think that Cody doesn't realize himself that he doesn't want to be in plural marriage. I don't think he's actually doing any of this consciously. I really don't. I think he just doesn't. He's not self-aware enough to realize that, like, it's either that that he's not self-aware enough to realize that polygamy isn't really for him or B he is twisted enough to think that they were all just going to do what Mary did. 
let him I be think happy Mary with Robin. was his test ground and yeah. he thought that everybody would react that way because Mary stayed because of her faith. And he's like, well, Janelle and Christine have strong, strong faith in the religion. So they're going to stay. But <laughs> so, faith is, is a fickle thing. It, it really is. Um, she kind of like. Janelle had kind of posed some of those questions to him and was like, you're pushing me out the door. And then he stops and like turns around and puts it right back on her and is like, well, are you doing a relationship with me? And it's like, <sighs> like you can't even follow the conversation, Cody. Like, yeah, he, he's, he, and he says it at the end of this, he's not willing to listen no, to her. He's not. And every time she tries to talk, she, he just interrupts her. So it's like, how can you have a productive conversation if he won't even let her finish a thought? Yeah. I can't even remember what it was that she said, but his response was, I did not, I did not, I did not. And it was such a like child way, like child, like, eh. I don't like tone. It was so, mm-hmm. like, disrespectful. And uh, he also mm-hmm. said that they've never been good co-parents. He didn't say it this way, but, like, that was the implication, that they've never been good co-parents and that Christine has always been their good co-parent. Um, yeah. That was the role that you cast her in mm-hmm. in your family. Exactly. It's of like, course <laughs> they're good co-parents. Even Robin says that you're supposedly gone three quarters of the time, which doesn't make any sense because Cody's always at Robin's fucking house. But, you know, (laughs) whatever. And then Janelle starts to say something about the co-parenting thing. And Cody kind of interrupts her and says, that is such an excuse. And then you hear Janelle start to say favoritism okay and then he jumps right back in and cuts her off and says that's every polygamous woman's excuse they they find a problem with it and it's bullshit and i was like well that's very telling is yeah he's like this is just your jealousy and i'm like i don't think she's actually jealous of robin i think she's just annoyed with you that you are not living up to the terms in which you guys agreed to live by yeah I think, honestly, I think if Cody hadn't been such a fucking asshole to her kids, Janelle probably would have stayed. Mm-hmm. I really do. She would have been whatever about Cody, but as long as he was good to her kids, I don't think she would have left. I really don't. I don't, I don't think she would have walked away. I think COVID was the magnifying mm-hmm. glass that lit the bridge on fire. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, And then, again, with things that I never thought I would hear come out of Janelle's mouth, she was like, that's wild to me because Robin is so perfect. And then Cody completely shuts down. Like, you can just see it. Everything, like his any effort to actually have a productive conversation is now gone. It's gone. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's like, you use that term because I used it. And he gets gaslighting, by the way. P.S. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no then, one is gaslighting Cody except himself. Exactly. And he gets this, gives this little like poor me speech, I guess. And, and the ending was particularly 
revealing to me and cruel again for no reason. Mm-hmm. He says there's a problem in the family and that problem needs to be solved and everything's too hot now. And everybody valid. Yes, that's valid true. point. Everything is too hot at this point. Definitely. Everybody thinks that I'm the bad guy. So I don't expect to see anybody at Christmas. I don't expect to see you. You have cheated me out of my contact with my family. Fuck that. Absolutely not, <laughs> No, sir. she hasn't. Nope. Mm-mm. That's you, you, Cody. You cheated yourself out of that contact. Yep. Like, where is you? he talks about other people taking responsibility all the time. When is he supposed to take responsibility? He'll do that when everyone else does it first. That's how it works in Cody Brown's world. You apologize That's not how first. responsibility works, exactly. though. Exactly. You, you apologize first, then I will deign to accept your apology and tell you, I'm sorry, but here's why I was right. That's how it will work with Cody. Oh, God. Mm. It, was, it was ridiculous. Um, bickering continues. I mean, I could have written this line for a line with the, everything that was it, coming. It was too, that would have been too much. But, like, yeah, there's a... There's a lot of bickering at this point. Yes. So this, at this point, I did quote, because it was a lot. There was a lot in between that. I just finished of what we're about to say now. So I'm just mm-hmm. going to go through and pause me if you want to talk about a, a, a line. So the bickering is continuing and Janelle says, shut your fucking mouth and let me talk to you for a minute. Obviously, they bleeped out the fucking part because this airs on TLC, so they don't do that. Cody immediately gets up to, like, he's done with this conversation, which, to be fair, like, is... The conversation needed to end because he wasn't going to... Like, they were past the point of being able to be productive. Yes, very much so. And truthfully, like, it's probably a healthy practice if somebody starts swearing at you, it's time for the conversation to be over and leave. Like, I that's fair. But they didn't do that. Nope. Uh, so Cody immediately gets up, walking away. And he says, he's in the kitchen looking at her. He's like, there is no interest in understanding here. There is only a bitterness that has no place. I don't expect you to back me up anymore. I'm not going to look for it. I'm not going to ask for it. I don't expect you to try and help us co-parent the kids. That's too late. We're never going to do that. So what partnership do we have? Flicks the cup. I've been here day long, in and out for all these years without your support while you were deciding what you were doing without consulting me. Janelle says, Mm. let me tell you what. And then Cody interrupts and says, no, I'm done listening to you. Janelle says, you stay and talk. She grabs his jacket cuff kind of as he's walking by. He yanks it free and says, I'm not listening to you. She again says, you stay and talk. He's now standing in the doorway, like with the door open, jacket on. And he stops and kind of like looks at her and bends forward. This is all kind of happening in like one thing. It's not like a boom. It's boom. like a one Yes. It's like a all smooth motion. <laughs> and he's like, uh, no, I'm not going to because you're not listening. And She says, you're not listening to me. And he says, and I'm not going to. You hear her say, okay, so we're done. He says, goodbye. You hear her say, fuck you. And then he slams the door. 
And she tells them to shut the cameras off. Yep. That was an explosion. I think that him being like, so what partnership do we have? And her asking, so are we done? We're very, I don't think he realized how final those statements were. I don't think he did either. I really don't. It also makes me wonder if there were other pieces that didn't, that got pulled out that weren't included. It was very connected. It was, I honestly, I would be, TLC is not that good at editing. (laughs) I don't. I I feel like from the moment, I think there might have been pieces from between him putting his jacket on and going into the kitchen and drinking his hot water from the pitcher. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think there might have been potentially a little bit more there. But from the moment he like has his jacket on and walks across the room and out to the out of the apartment, there's no cut there. That is exactly how that played out. Oh, I agree. Yeah. I kind of I meant before, like, right, that scene. Like, yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. So, um, and then it goes to commercial, like what would have been commercial break? Yes. (laughs) I had to pause. I was just like, that did not just happen. That did not devolve that quickly. We talk about like, we've talked about this portion of this scene for the majority of our time talking. That was probably in real life without all of the editor, like editing, like dropping in a flashbacks. Probably like 10 minutes. Yeah. He comes over, gets himself a drink of water, sits down. They start having this conversation and it just explodes. I don't, as a an editor for TLC, I wouldn't have even known what to cut out. It was like just taking the notes for it was so difficult trying to keep, keep up with it all. And it's all relative and important. So it's very much like. I don't think they cut much of anything. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like, I don't know how you could have. I don't think they did anything. I think I'm okay. I will say I'm shocked that they didn't split this conversation over two episodes. I'm me too. Me too. I'm shocked. We got the entirety of this conversation, like this entire fight in a single episode and like right in the middle so that we can have what is like the last 15 minutes of this episode happen. Yeah. So, so we come back from the quote commercial break, which if you watch on Max is like a fade to black. <laughs> yeah. Like a quick instant right back. And we're right back to Janelle and it's her like self filming. Yes. It's not. And it's she's, not the crew you can now. tell that she's upset. Yes. That she may have been. I feel like she was probably crying. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. And she tells us that she feels like this is this was a this there was a finality to the emotions she's like yeah the words were harsh and but there was an emotion there that felt very big yeah and she called him 30 minutes later at like after she composed herself from that fight and told him to come get her come get his stuff and i was shocked i wasn't I I was shocked that she made the call that fast. Like she I, usually is more contemplative than that. I figured it would have been like the next day, but to be like 30 minutes later, motherfucker, come get your shit. I'm done. The only reason I wasn't is genuinely because she reminded me a lot of my mom in the, mm-hmm. like when she was really angry and 
that is something I could have pictured her doing like, that's it. Limit done. Mm -hmm. I've thought about it because she was definitely thinking about it before this happened. And then that was, Mm -hmm. that was it. That was the nail for her. And she was like, all right, come get your shit. I'm done. You've crossed the line for me. So yeah. Yeah. Um, and then she kind of goes in to explain like what we kind of briefly touched on earlier about how it's a bad thing to leave a wife. And she used these words, quote, high and dry, kind of they're like, oh, I'm not married to you anymore. And um, and explains that, like, basically, Cody doesn't want to be the responsible one. So he's just ignoring a wife until she says, like, all right, we're done. Bye. Um, and I think she's right. I really Mm -hmm. do. And then she has this thing that I says, this thing that has been floating online for years, years. And something that I think every woman gets, well, maybe not every woman that a lot of women get as advice, you know, Janelle realized that she had nothing Mm -hmm. financially. All of her money is mm -hmm. tied up in Coyote Pass. Every bit of it. Cody and Robin have a house with four acres. Um, And then we get a clip of Cody basically trying to defend why he and Robin have a house and Mary has a house or apartment. I'm not sure which. She has a house, but she rents. Okay. Yes. But she does own the B&B that her mom left her, I believe. But she owns that independent of the family. Yes. So... But really, Janelle's the only one. And then Cody's like, well, I tried to help her get me like buy a home. And yeah, but she was focused on the goal of Coyote Pass. Exactly. That was the dream. So she exactly. was trying to get the family's dream. Yep, I agree. And 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 this is one of those things where it's like you just really never know what life is going to bring you. And I'm sure that when Janelle got married to Cody and they have done their finances this way and built homes and all these things for what, nearly 30 years now. I'm sure she never expected to be in this position, Mm -hmm. but here we are. So I, I, and I hate it for her. I really hate it because she said, I'm a smart woman. I know. I know. And like, I know it's like very pessimistic and like kind of paranoid, but like, it's part of the reason why like I have my own bank account. I don't share fine. Like I don't share finances with my husband. Like I know that sounds crazy in modern society, but like my money's my money. I'll help pay the bills. My money is my money. Your money is your money. <laughs> I get it. No, I do. I really do. I really do. So I just think that this is, I feel really bad for Janelle. Cause I think she's like, she's now at the point of like, well, I'm my all of my money is tied up in this damn property. And what do I do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do I do? But thankfully, we get a nice little reprieve from all of the intensity before we get to go to yeah. a little bit more of the fallout. And we get Christine on the phone with Garrison teaching him to make her famous rolls. I think I need to get this recipe online because apparently these rolls must be delicious. Because yeah, J- Janelle asked her for it. I at, know. At Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. Yeah. I really loved I just love like seeing her be a mom to even those who aren't her biological children. And like, it's just like easy and like 
normal for them. And I think that is the thing that like they ultimately wanted to prove with this show is that like it can be one big happy family. And it's weird that the only two people who actually like kind of live it are Christine and Janelle. I would very much agree. I, I really would like and it's it's hard blending families. And I realize that this this family isn't a blended family in the like very traditional sense, but it it, it still is. You had four different women who had four different sets of children and you're trying to, you know, blend them all into one family and it's difficult. And then when that happens and ends in divorce, like it did with Christine, like it is a fear and I'll be open. And my ex-husband had two kids and we definitely had our ups and downs there, but you know, they're both adults now and I have good relationships with both of them. And that is something that I was worried about when, when my ex-husband and I got divorced, I really loved my stepchildren. I still love my stepchildren and I consider them mine. Now I know that a lot of people don't see things that way. Um, I feel like I just see family relationships a little bit differently. I was adopted. So to me, biology isn't a big deal. Um, I agreed to love those kids and I did and I do. So, you know, I was happy to see that that was exemplified on TV that just because, you know, things aren't good between Cody and Christine, like there is still some family there. So yeah, exactly. So then after we get this happy little moment of her teaching Garrison how to to make these rolls over FaceTime, which was really, really fun. It was so sweet. Uh, we go to what they say is Mary's back porch. This looked a lot like Robin's house to me. OK. And I don't I think the timing of this is definitely sus. OK. I don't think that he went from that conversation with Janelle directly to this conversation with Robin and Mary. I think that there was time. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. So as far as where it was, where it was, I actually do think it was Mary's house because the background looks familiar. Yes. And then there's like those kind of stones, but the fire pit was like a nice fire pit with black granite and, and stuff like that. And then the, so the the house that was in the background, like while they're having this conversation, was black gray, like a, a very dark color. Robin's house is tan khaki color. No. So I, do, I don't know. I do think the it is Mary's children's house. children's swing on the trees is the thing that flipped me because like, why would Mary have that? I know Ariella, but why would she have that? Because I don't think, I think she might actually live in a townhome. Mm. And so I think that because the way if like I saw peripherals and it kind of looked like an, not an apartment complex, but it was a little too open for what they had out there. Mm-hmm. So it was like, maybe this is like a, a townhome type thing. Cause it wasn't an apartment. It was bigger mm-hmm. than that. So that's my guess. I don't really know. Yeah. I don't know. So Robin or Robin and, Cody come over and she's sitting because they still heaven forbid we have an indoor conversation in fucking December and they start talking about Christmas and it is awkward because 
like Robin and Cody are being very cagey about information. And Mary's just like, I need to know what's going on because Mary traditionally hosts the Christmas Eve celebrations and she gives all the kids Christmas pajamas. And that's like family tradition, which I feel like a lot of families have a similar Mm -hmm. tradition, but like, I'm not mad about it. Give each other, give, give all the kiddies, kiddos jammies and like have like a jammy night i think that's fun um but then we get the title of the episode of he confesses to robin and mary that they started yelling at each other and they were throwing rocks in glass houses because he lives in one fucking two but you know mm. okay so he they get there and like i i can tell robin knows that cody's upset cody's angry which just also makes me think that this did happen Maybe not immediately after. I think it's very tight together. Yes, yes. I, but I don't think it was. No, I think he'd have yeah. been way more fired up, but I'd be willing to bet a few hours have passed in between that conversation. I don't think it was more than a day. Mm-hmm. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, anyway. But he immediately says, I think they're trying to shut me out because they're mad at me. And then, like you said, admits to throwing rocks at glass houses and he was like yeah well, well we, we yelled and then says that the boys aren't talking to him and I thought this was interesting Mary mm-hmm. asked him if he had tried calling them and his response was um yeah I've reached out to basically everybody they're making stories up in their mind because they're not talking to me so everybody's got a story about how dad's a bad guy I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure that several children have been on screen at this point saying that Cody has not called them. So Somebody's got to post receipts. Yeah. I want to see that call log. From I Cody's would phone. love that. I would love that. But and then I don't think said, we're going to get it. But yeah. He also said that he was like, now we're just having two groups at Christmas. But I did like that Robin jumped in and was like, well, no, we're not having two groups at Christmas. And he's like, well, Christine's coming. They're like, yeah, after Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. They're not letting him like throw this full pity party. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They're not getting they're not giving him all the things. Yeah. And then he uses he's like, oh, Cody thinks everybody's making stuff up about him. And he's like, Janelle's colluding with them. And I'm like, I think you need to turn Fox News off and stop using the word colluding, because that is not what you mean. No, no one is conspiring against you, my dude. You are acting like a prick and then you act like a prick in front of a lot of people. And like, I don't know, on national television Mm -hmm. and then shockingly, People have sidebar conversations about it. Mm-hmm. Gee. Mm-hmm. I wonder. <laughs> like the entire internet does it or something. I don't know. Uh, it, it just keeps circling back to like Janelle and her children and Christine are not going to go over mm-hmm. to Robin's house for Christmas Day. It all circles back to that. Yeah. Well, and-, and Mary's in the middle of all of this. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel a little bit bad for Mary because she's just like, I just want to plan Christmas Eve, but I don't know if I can even invite Janelle and her kids. Well, and Robin pretty much flat out says 
She no. says it would be scary. Yeah. And I'm like, why would that be scary? Yeah. And and I, did you, I felt like they pressured Mary because Robin looks at Cody and says, could you even be around everybody? Because last year you were struggling with that. You were struggling with what had just happened with the boys. And Cody's response was, no, I'd rather just be around people who really want to be around me. And then Robin or Mary, Robin and Mary are like, yeah, it could get ugly. Cody's like, I mean, and very fair. It could devolve it into could. a giant fight. It could, but it didn't have to. You pushed it there. I just, it's ridiculous. Cody says, I can't speak to Janelle now. We've crossed a line. Robin says, call her up, go over there. And Cody says, no, I'm not interested in that. Yeah. So, I mean, this does kind of play to Robin's point where she tells, she's always telling Cody that he needs to just go fucking, if he has a problem with a wife, he needs to go talk to that wife about it. Well, I think this is why you don't do that. Because he just... He just put the final nail in the coffin in him and Janelle's relationship by doing exactly that. Because Cody's not interested in having a conversation. Cody is interested in hearing apologies and oaths of loyalty and fealty from his wives and children. That's what Cody wants. Yeah, it's gross. And then Cody says he's like, we need to have a sit down with Janelle because he's not sure that she wants him in his life any, or she, that she wants him in her life anymore. And I'm like, yeah, but you've kind of been giving her those vibes that you don't want her in your life. So mm-hmm. don't act like this is a one way street, man. And then Mary confirms that she's not going to invite everybody. Mm-hmm. Like I get that. I she- think that's. I think she's just. I don't think she's trying to pick sides. I think that she at this point is still trying to do whatever little things she can to endear herself to Cody. And by not inviting Janelle and her kids, she thinks that maybe it'll win her some favor. It's not a good decision, but it's the one she's making. I. I guess to me, if you are. Trying not to pick sides. The invitation goes out to everyone and says, this invitation has gone out to everyone. And if you are not capable of being able to put aside your differences for a few hours to exchange Christmas present pajamas, what the fuck ever they're calling it, um, then it's probably best that you don't come. But if you want to continue this tradition and just see each other, then you're welcome at my house. Mm-hmm. Now, if some if they choose not to show up because of who else is going to be there, that's on them. Mm-hmm. Like, if Mary wanted to not get in the middle and not pick a side, that's what she should have done. Yeah. I, clearly, Mary doesn't do that. No. I agree with you. That's what I would have done. Yeah. But sometimes people don't make great choices. I don't think I don't think Robin necessarily or Mary necessarily made the best of choices in this moment. If I'm being really honest, I kind of don't blame her a little bit. I I don't think she. I I think she got bullied into it by Robin and Cody. I think she got bullied into it for sure. Two. I don't. This sounds really bad, but I don't think Mary really belongs in this anymore. Like, no. And 
and I don't mean it in a nasty way. Like Mary's not his wife. She's not part of the sister wife's club. Like she said it herself. She's not part of the Cody and Robin married club. She's not part of the Janelle and Christine friend club. So this really doesn't involve her. So if she truly wanted to not get involved in this politics, then that's the route she should have gone. Now, Mm. that being said, she doesn't really have a reason. Like, unless she wanted to keep those relationships with Janelle's kids and Christine's kids, she doesn't have a reason to reach out to them. She's not friends with them. Like, she doesn't Mm -hmm. have good relationships with those kids. So really, like, I get why she didn't. She doesn't really have a reason to. But if she truly just wanted to stay neutral and have a place that the family can come together to maybe heal some fences, then she should have taken a different route. But I get why she didn't. I get it. Yeah, I I get why she didn't either. And then Cody is like, he wants, she says he wants to run away from everyone who's been so, quote, uncool with how he has tried to, quote, protect the family. I understand that that's definitely probably where his motivation came from in regards to all of the COVID rules that they established with him being the only person who travels from house to house and, and all of these things. But like at the same time, this is like almost two years after COVID became a thing and he's unwilling to compromise on it. Yeah. Yeah. Considering like a significant portion of his children and like Janelle and several other people are vaccinated at this point, Mm -hmm. like the vaccine was out. A lot of them had already had it. And yes, you can get COVID more than once, but like. I think it was Gabriel who said in a previous episode in like season 16 or 17, where he's like. Mom and the rest of us would rather risk getting COVID and spend time together than to continue being apart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Cody just wouldn't hear him. No. It was also virtually impossible for that family to have been able to follow CDC guidelines. Let's be realistic here. There was Mm -hmm. just too many people physically in that family for that to have been feasible. Not when mm-hmm. so many of them were old enough to have jobs and be working and all those other things. And it's like, not feasible. It's just not feasible. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he understood that. No, he didn't look at the reality of the situation and that what worked for him and Robin was not going to work for other people. Mm-mm. No. And then he says it. He says that the he can see the flames on the bridge. Yeah. And he ends it with like, I'm not sure anyone is willing to see if the bridge is still going to be there. As like, I mean, he is. It's not wrong. It's not wrong, but. It's sad. <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. And like the what we got like the sneak peek for next week was just kind of bland. I was just like, okay, so your buddy's back. I was going to say, what was your sneak peek? Because last week ours was different. So I'm curious. 
So it's, I'm trying to remember, and mind you, I only watched this like a few hours ago, but it was like his buddy actually gets interviewed, like has a confessional interview and he picks, like they're driving somewhere together and Hunter shows up. I don't really remember everything. The only thing that I remembered from it was that his friend, I think the one he said who got a divorce within polygamy as well, said that like and that Robin and any of the wives who stay with him are in for a ride is what he said. Mm-hmm. That That is what I remember of it. Yeah, I, that's the, that was what he said, like when he was on the like the confessional couch. Yeah. But that was an episode, man. That Oh, man. Like. If this is episode three, how is the season going to end? I don't know. That's what I'm trying to figure out. (laughs) TLC does like, this is the thing that makes me worried is like, is it, have they done that good of a job of hiding what is going on? Like behind the scenes? Because I, I, to me, this is something I would have expected at like the end of the season, just based off of past TLC yeah, I felt like we were going to I thought we would have gotten more build up to this. Mm-hmm. But like, it seems like Christine left and everything exploded with him and Janelle. And then I think Mary's going to bow out after the first of the year. And then what happens? Yeah. And I think I think Mary leaving is probably like that conversation that we've been teased like during like the preseason teasing that they did with they're out on the property and she tells them that she's not going to be around very much anymore because I think she ends up going in like living in or near her B&B. I think that's the end of the season and we're left on the what the hell do we go? How where the hell do we go from here? Yeah. If this is episode three, I just I can only imagine what the rest of the season is going to be like. I'm I'm hopeful because we got teased not at the end of this episode, but like for the entire season of Garrison and a few other kids, as well as Janelle at that table. And they're like, Robin can just keep him, meaning Cody. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for that conversation. I'm very excited to see that conversation. Yeah, I'm I'm a little worried for the fallout of that conversation, because after last week's episode. um, So I didn't realize this. I knew Gwen had a Patreon. McKelty and Tony have a Patreon as well. And McKelty Mm -hmm. went on and, and talked about the episode and was not happy about the earring scene, just like I don't think any of us would have been. None. I mean, we all were grossed out, but I'm sure she didn't. She definitely didn't. I think she was more hurt by it than yes. anything else. Yes, yes. But it, so it makes me wonder, it's like, do you think Cody like gets any of the feedback or do you think he's just so isolated himself so much that they just don't see it? I I think he watches the show because of some of the things that happened during the fight with Janelle. I don't know if he goes beyond that because it doesn't serve his narrative that everyone is in this rumor mill and plotting against him and Robin. So, like, why would he go seek out? 
actual information when he can just make shit up in his own mind. This is true. This is true. Yeah. Actually, I don't know. Okay. I can't believe that this season is going the way that it is. Me like, either. And we have, like, I feel like every episode, we walk away with so much shit to talk about. Yeah. I just, it's it was just so, so shocking to me to see Janelle so angry. So angry. And I can't wait for the new teasers. Like, I guess they dropped oh. them specific times. I'm nowhere near the level of like Mrs. Kickstand where I know all no. this stuff, but I'm sure it's coming. Cause I think they do. I know least- she was like threatening them on the internet. Well, she- <laughs> <laughs> Rightfully so. You get them. Lindsay. So. Get up. Uh, Cause yeah, I want my teasers. Yeah. I want to, I want to feel anticipation for this episode. I can't. <sighs> Yeah, I don't. I just wonder what we're going to cover next. So, will, do you think next episode like will be Christmas? I don't know because this. If, I feel like a lot of this conversation happened like right after Thanksgiving, so we're mm. probably like week one of December. So we might get one more episode until we get Christmas. Maybe because we don't have the reaction from Cody that like. He has this conversation with Robin and Janelle, but he hasn't addressed the fact that she told him to come get his shit. Oh, yeah. So if that like if our guess about when that conversation occurred and then like theoretically she called him 30 minutes. Well, I get not theoretically. She said she called him 30 minutes later. It's like, come get your shit. <laughs> um. Mm-hmm. Definitely the conversation with Mary and Robin happened later. So he would have definitely have been told by that point, which is maybe the vibe that Mary was picking up on when she was saying like, they're acting weird. Maybe that's Mm -hmm. what she was picking up on rather than like them being cagey about where they're spending Christmas. Yeah. I think it was more that like he had told Robin because he and Robin showed up together. I think he had told Robin and he, they weren't going to tell Mary Mary just yet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I also just remembered this from the sneak peek where like Janelle is doing something with Savannah and she's like, yeah, he hasn't called Savannah in over a week. She, you know what? She mentioned that in the, she said it in the argument as well. She was like, it's been a week, Cody. And I think that that's a fair point. It's like, if you're this super duper present father, where are you? You only Mm -hmm. have one other wife that you're spending time with. So why aren't you at my house half the week then? Mm -hmm. What about your teenage daughter? She doesn't have anything to do with this. Mm -hmm. It's just. It's just so awful. Like. Mm -hmm. I'm sure he's not. Like completely 100% rotten to the core because I don't think women like Christine or Janelle would have procreated with someone who was like a thousand percent evil. But I'm just saying like, I wish he would, I think I wish he would grow. I really wish he would grow. He's going to lose all his kids. He's not going to grow. He's going to continue to do the opposite, which is devolve. And here's why I think when they decided to go public They thought that they were ready. They thought that they could handle the fame. They thought that they could handle the attention. 
the thing that they didn't calculate in, and I think that that is a huge contributing factor, is social media. How many people are out here talking about the show and pointing out the hypocrisies and the inconsistencies and things like that? And on top of that, their own personal involvement in social media. I don't think like Cody's on a very good side of the internet right now. I think he's in something that's pretty negative and pretty, pretty bad. So I think that he started out probably as like a pretty ineffectual guy for the most part. Like he's definitely the guy who puts like a bunch of extra burden on the wives to, to do everything. And he, he, you know, he, within their culture, he was a pretty decent guy though. And it has just continued to devolve further and further and further at this point. And he's just not a good person anymore. And that's really sad. Yeah. I do feel bad in the sense that Robin and her kids are having to deal with someone who is that level of, angry because that's not that's not fun no Mm -mm. not at all that's the opposite of fun that is torture and it's literally not what robin signed up for yeah do you think that they'll add another wife or do you think that that's it i don't know how you could find somebody who would genuinely want to join this family with 18 seasons of shit on the end like on out there in the world about them. I don't think so either. Do you think I don't I don't think so. Do you think that TLC will continue the show? I think it all depends on contracts. So typically uh, shows like this get contracted for X number of seasons. And I mm-hmm. think that is a little bit at play here of why we're talking about stuff that happened in the end of 2021, why we're not a little bit closer to real time. Uh, and I think that there's a distinct possibility that this might be the last season as we know it. And I think that they may continue to follow the family, but because like Mary might completely drop out and it just be Robin and Cody and then Janelle and Christine. I wouldn't be surprised if Mary dropped out, but I think if they were all going to be involved, I think Mary would still stay involved because I don't know that the Airbnb is enough for her to sustain. Yeah, but what story is she get, like? What story aspect is she going to bring to the show? Because she's barely on other than a quip here and there. She doesn't have her own independent storylines really anymore. So, like, what is she going to say? What is she going to contribute to the story? I mean, theoretically, like she could be because she could fall into the category of Chanel and Christine. Like she left. This is her new start on life. Like, yeah, they haven't been together for a long time, but like this is now it's now official like she's done. So you Mm -hmm. can look at it from that point of view. But I don't know. I agree, too, that this is probably why we're getting such old footage. I'm not sure. Um the, I don't I don't know. Maybe Cody just stopped filming. But I don't think Cody would stop filming. I don't in think all honesty. No. I don't think he'd stop filming. No. no, I think he will ride this until 
the bitter, bitter end. Because if you remember, sometime after they moved to Vegas, there came a point where the show just wasn't performing as well. And they took a massive pay cut in order to stay on the air. Yes, which is, I think we had this conversation. We started this conversation off the podcast and I was like, oh, let's save it for the podcast. Because you said that you thought that they may have some say in like the editing a little bit. I think there might be like a smidge of like, we want to feature this and this and this. Uh I think ultimately TLC has a decision, but I am a little bit surprised that a, that they were willing to have this conversation that ended up into this blowout fight between Janelle and Cody on camera in the first place. Okay. Here's here was going to be my response to what you said earlier, which ties into what we were just talking about. I think they did for a while. And then when they had, when TLC was going to pull a show and they renegotiated the contract for less money, I think they lost that right. So, and you're right. I don't think Cody is going to quit the show. Cody will stay on the show as long as he possibly can because he needs the income. And he likes the publicity. He likes being quote famous. I think he do. And he like, I I think he does. I think it feeds his ego. Okay. I think, I think he's regretting it a little bit right now because I don't think anyone on the internet likes Cody Brown right now. Uh, I think he, I think the section of the internet you and I exist on don't like Cody Brown. I think that there's probably a section of the internet that does like Cody Brown. I guess that's true. Do you know what I do think would do great though? If sister Hmm. wives, as we know, it did come to an end. A J- uh, Janelle and Christine spinoff. I don't care what it is. I will watch it. I don't care it. what they do. Yeah, I will well, totally watch it. Christine has that like online cooking show with TLC. Yes. But see, so I, like they they have clout independently. I feel like she could carry an actual cooking show though. I really do. Mhm. Janelle I don't know if she would do a reality show by herself. I think if she and Christine could do something together, she mm-hmm. would be up for it. But yeah, I wish it was just like them doing like a travel show. Ooh, that would be fun. Do you think we'll get them to just see going it? fun places and doing fun things? I like that idea. I do. Which you heard it here first, TLC. If you end up doing that, you owe me like at least an acknowledgement. Yes, definitely. Do you think that we'll get to see any of Christine and her fiance now? Fiance, I mean, not for a while. Yeah, David. Yeah, not for a while because they don't meet for a long time, and we're just not there yet. But did you see? So her Instagram post yes. for like post this episode is like whatever like dating app she and David met on had a commercial during the episode. <laughs> she said that it's just like it was so crazy. Can you That's imagine? So I thought that was so funny. Oh my I goodness. love her. I love her so much. Yeah. And she, yes. gosh, she looks so happy too, which makes me I happy. Know. Even Janelle, like during like that people interview looks so like a huge weight had been lifted off of her. Yeah, I agree. I mean, 
Yeah, and that weight is all like 250 pounds of Cody Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess we have to wait a whole other week to see what happens <sighs> next. I cannot I wait for the next sneak peek. I know. Sneak peeks, here they come. But yes, well, that was an intense episode. It was. Thank you so much for geeking out with me today about this gel. I'm so glad we're able to have this conversation because I don't know anybody else who even like begins to know anything about this. So I'm really glad that you and I are on that same side of TikTok and can have these conversations. Oh, absolutely. I love being able to geek out with somebody somebody else as well because this is niche content man <laughs> this is pretty niche i'm not gonna lie it's pretty niche I, you know what? I say that but then like everyone i know watches sister wives so at least my age i don't think any yeah not well a, we kind of grew up with it like i was in like yeah. middle school or high school when it started so and i watched a lot of tlc with my mom so like yes definitely um, i've really enjoyed yeah. it so we hope you guys are enjoying it too yeah. And uh, if you want to find out what's coming up next on the pod, definitely go check us out over at Instagram. Our handle is Mel and Jill Geek Out. Or if you have any suggestions of what we should geek out about, you could shoot us an email over at Jill and Mel Geek Out at gmail.com. Uh, we definitely love getting those suggestions. And if you know anybody who you think might enjoy this podcast, feel free to share, comment, like, rate, do all of the things on whatever your preferred platform is. We really appreciate it. We enjoy doing this and we like having as many people along for the ride as we can. So you do that so well. <laughs> like if guys, if I needed to do that, she'd have to write it out for me because I just cannot. I can't. It's not going to flow nicely out of my from my brain to my mouth. It doesn't work. This is why I've been marketing and you make the money look pretty. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Well, it's been fun. It's been real fun. Uh, Again, my name is Melissa. I'm Jill. And thanks for geeking out with us today. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.